I'm a scaffolder, right? I'm a carpenter by trade. And scaffolding is a part of carpentry, right? So I do scaffolding. So what I do is I like I work on bridges, right? I work on buildings everywhere. Like, and what I do is I set up scaffold for other trades so they can do their work. So for example, on the bridges, I build the scaffolding, right? And like I shouldn't say I, like we, right? <laughs> as a team, we build it. We build the scaffolding, right? And that way, the sandblasters and the painters they can go in there. They can you know sandblast the bridge, paint the bridge. And they're safe, right? That's the whole thing for us. We make other people safe. Same for electricians, even iron workers, man, like everybody. Like I've built scaffold for so many different trades. Welcome to the Skill Stadium, a podcast for the skilled trades, where you can learn about the opportunities and benefits of working in the skilled trades from business owners, hiring managers, and the hardworking, talented professionals. And now your host, Keith Williams. Welcome to the Skill Stadium Podcast, episode 102. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Keith Williams. Every week, we feature professionals in the skill trades, business owners, educators, people who work in the trades, giving real-world advice. I have three requests. If you enjoyed the podcast and it brought value, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating, and write a review. Share one thing you enjoyed or learned on the podcast. Your support means the world to me, and I really appreciate you tuning in. Thanks again. Today's guest is from St. Catharines, Ontario, which is about an hour and a half from Toronto. My guest is a carpenter with over 20 years experience. During his free time, he enjoys working on older cars and spending time with his family. Please welcome Pete Zepatella to the Skill Stadium Podcast. Pete, how are you today? Not bad. How are you guys all doing out there? Excellent. Doing good, doing good. Good, good. Pete, I hope I did not butcher your last name. Zepatella, right? No, Zepatella. Yeah, no, you got it right. Zepatella, so I got it right. <laughs> Pete, you know what? Before we get cracking, I got to ask you something. I know that you have your own gear. You started a clothing line. Can you tell us how you got that started and what's going on with it now? To be honest, the reason I got it started was um, I seen a bunch of guys come on site one day and basically they had these jackets with these slits in them. And I thought, man, that's like, wow, they were moving faster, moving better. And I, I just asked them straight out, like, wow, like, how'd you get those? And you can buy them here and there. What happened was I ended up getting one of those jackets with the slit. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, now you can have full mobility with your harness underneath. Now your harness is proper to your body. Awesome, right? But to be honest, my own fault, I took a slip one day and I had one of these jackets on. I had it zipped up and it caught my neck. So that's why I ended up designing my own clothing line. I went online and I'm like, okay, there's got to be something better. Like, this is great, but there's got to be something that opens up or something lets that harness do its job. Couldn't find nothing out there. So I ended up actually uh, coming up with uh, this right here, Zepp's gear. And it's just all it is is uh, I uh, did a patent on it. I did a lot of testing on it and uh, had a lot of insight with different people. And actually now you can actually buy Zepp's gear and put it over top of your harness like you're supposed to. And you have that full mobility, full range, and you can actually work better. And then now that restriction is gone because what I did is I did a patent tearaway back on it. So that back actually opens up and it complements the harness. Let's the harness do the work. Protects your harness, right? I put lanyard loops in the front, right? So that way when you're walking around, you can actually just hook your lanyards to the loops. Uh, I went a step further and actually put a radio pocket on the inside of it. And that way you can put your mic on, on the outside. So all you have is your actual mic would actually just, I don't know if you can see that, but it would just click on here and there's a zipper here. The zipper, you yep. take your mic, put it up here, right? And your actual pocket is actually down here. 
right? And then you got a loop for your cord. So nothing's tangled. Everything's nice and neat. Now you can actually work in comfort. And people like me, because I'm in the trades, I do it every day. Now I can actually do my job and actually task on hand, right? You know what I mean? I can focus on a job, not, oh man, this thing's, you know what I mean? You're always trying to like pull up your jacket or, you know, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to be honest, like when you have it over top, you're always trying to loosen it a bit so you can get that mobility, which is a bad thing, right? So you want to keep it tight to your body, right? So this gives you all that and more, right? So that's why I came up with Zepp's gear. Definitely. You know, I find people come up with the best solutions when they're trying to solve a problem. So hundred percent. Well, that's it. Right. And I see it. When I got hung I'm like, this is a problem. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you obviously didn't have experience in clothing. This is not something no. you, that you had an expertise in. No, no, I'm a carpenter, right? So I can build you a house. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> To be honest, I'll tell you a little story. Uh, what happened was uh, a friend of mine who was actually working with me on a job, he came in one day and his, his coveralls were like redded, buddy. Like, I mean, like, what the heck? Like, they're like holes, right? Yeah. And then he came in about a week later and they're all like stitched up. I'm like, wow, hey. And so I just straight out say, hey, who stitched that for you? And he's like, oh, my wife. She did it by hand. What? It looked like somebody stitched it with a sewing machine. I'm like, you got to yes. be kidding. Now that's talent, man. Like, that's yes. a trade in itself, right? Oh, yeah. So then I said, uh, you know what? I want to talk to her. <laughs> and I said, I got this idea. And then, yeah, once we got in the cahoots, it actually just meshed really well. And she sort of like read my mind. I had a bunch of, you know, stuff I drew up. I sketched up a bunch of different sketches on the product and stuff. I said, can we do something like this? She goes, we can make whatever you want. You tell me what you want. I'll actually sew it for you. And that's how I nice. came up with Zepp's gear. So we actually coincided together. And it was, it's funny. Her name is Tammy and she's awesome man like it's just like the way we did it it was just like i would sketch something up and then it's like she could read my mind man so it, it all, everything worked out hand in hand so it, it all yeah. flowed very very well that way definitely so i know you had a big influence you know i know your parents had a big influence on you growing up particularly in your decision to pursue a career as a carpenter can you mm. please share how they exposed <laughs> you to trades when you were younger i mean i know there's a good story behind this <laughs> Oh, so I'm going to be honest. So, so what happened was when I was younger and I was in grade school, okay, like uh, I'm Italian, okay, and in grade school, it's like go to the peach farm, go pick peaches, right? <laughs> and I live, I live by Niagara and a lake, right? And, and, and lots of peach farms out here and stuff. So when I was younger, I'd go to, you know, with my mom and my dad in the summertime, pick peaches and do whatever. And then to be honest, I, I can't remember. I think it was grade uh, seven or something. It was, it was different back then, though. You got to remember that. I'm a lot older. I'm 49, right? So sure. it, was a little, it was a little different. So I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to go pick peaches. I don't want to do that, right? Yeah. So my mom's like, oh, yeah. Okay, you don't want to do that? No problem. She goes, uh, you know what you're going to do? You're going to go work with this guy. And I'm like, who's this guy? And it's, he was a, a, a carpenter, a Finnish carpenter. And I'm like, what? She goes, well, I know you can know how to cut wood. And I'm like, uh-oh. Because before then, my dad actually built a barn <laughs> in the middle of St. Catharines because they raised like rabbits, pigeons and different like, you know, stuff like that. Right. All the European mentality. So he would like say, hey, here's a saw. I'm going to show you a tape measure. Here's just how you measure cut. Right. So, OK, here I am a little kid. Just don't put your fingers there, you know, keep your everything away. So and then yeah, she ended up saying, oh, I know, you know, because you built that barn with dad. Right. So you're going to go and uh, work with this guy. And I end up, yeah, I end up doing uh, my first condominium uh, actually behind Walmart on Welland Avenue. <laughs> and wow. I was like, I get in there and he's like, OK, you know anything? Like, I know how to cut wood. He goes, OK, well, and he gave me a measuring tape and stuff. He goes, well, first, I want to see what you can do. Started measuring laid out rooms he's you know showed me the basics right and then uh yeah from there i just started growing with it it just came natural to me to be honest it's one of those things where 
I believe, this is my opinion, is there's different people in this world where you have people that, you know, they're computer people, right? And they're, they're good at this. I'm not. <laughs> but then you have people like me where it's just either you're an electrician or you're a carpenter or something. Like, you're just natural at it. And it just happens. Like, I always say, if your kid plays with Lego and they're making amazing things, more than likely they should be a tradesperson. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how I got sort of pushed into the carpentry. Mom said, you're going. <laughs> okay. And then I sort of stuck with it for a while and I'm, here I am. But you know what? When you're younger and you get that exposure, it, you know, it's either going to, you're either going to be real turned on to it and you're going to enjoy it or you're going to be turned away from it. It's going to be a very, you have a very distinct reaction. You're either going to enjoy it or you're not. But I, I think if you're uh, exposed to it at a young age, that's a good thing because oh, yeah. it'll determine whether this is what you want to pursue. And at the very least, you save a ton of money because you can fix a lot of things on your own. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> you know? no, I've done a lot of stuff on my own house. I've helped people on their houses. You know what I mean? Fix their houses. I'm yeah. just one of those guys. I go in and I'm like, hey, what you need? Like, just for instance, a buddy of mine, he's, he totally renovated his house, right? And uh, what happened was... So he cut out, well, he had somebody come in and cut out a block wall, right? And uh, they actually went into the joists, cut the joists. And it's like, oh, you can't, you, you can't do that, right? No, <laughs> like, whoa. So he calls me up. He goes, oh, my God. Like, what am I going to do? Relax. No problem. I'll come help you. So, uh, yeah, I went there and I sistered up his joists. I said, this is what we're going to do. You're going to help me. But I'm not going to charge you because you're my buddy, right? But I'm going to help you, save you money. Because if you get a guy to come in here, I'm gonna, he's going to charge you, man. So what we did is we sistered up the joist, put a new, a new joist in for him. I actually did a three-layer joist just to make sure everything was like stronger than before. And, you know, I, I, I give back that way. I look at it. Right? And I, my house, man, I did my own floors, everything. Right? I, I built my own garage, built my own shed, you know, stuff like that. It saves you a ton of money, ton of money. Oh, yeah. Right? Think about it. If you pay somebody to do it, it's a lot of money. And I'll tell you this. You also get the work done the way you want it done. Yes. Exactly. Quality of work. You can't underestimate the quality of work because if you're working on your home, you're not going to half step. You're not going to do a sloppy job on your own home. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So that makes sense. So I know you're a supporter of mental health and autism. Do you find there is support for this in your industry? To be honest, um, I'm part of Local 18 Carpenters. Okay. And for the carpenters, there is support for mental health. Like if, uh, you know, something happens and guys get like stressed out or whatever, we can call and there is out outlets that they will guide you through, right? That's why, to be honest, I'm a union guy. I'm, I'm proud to be union and, and they help you and they help you that way, right? So they guide you through and put you through the same the steps to get mental health and stuff like that. Autism, not so much. The thing with autism for me is I'm going to be honest and I tell the world here is my brother's autistic, right? And so it's, it touches my heart, right? So that's why with me, like once I'm revamping my Zeps gear, like my, my brand and everything, I'm sort of doing my website. But when I revamp everything, I'm going to be giving back, you know, a bit to autism and mental health. That's because it touches me, right? You know what I mean? I see a lot of people I know, they get stressed out, the mental health, especially this pandemic has done a lot to a lot of people I know, right? Good carpenters, good electricians, they just, you know, it's just, it's one of those things, right? So I believe it should give back and... We should help these people, right? Because they're good people. And with autism, we have to help the, like, my brother's a great kid, man. Like, he's awesome. Like, you know what I mean? And he actually, I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm sorry to drag it on, but with my brother. No, like, no, that's okay. 
So he does Meals on Wheels. Ever heard of Meals on Wheels? Familiar with it. Okay, yes, I yeah. Have. So, yes, so he it. takes yes. he takes meals to older people, and which is like I and that's what people autism. You can't no. You know what? You just have to find what what they want to do. Right? It's a different. There's different stages of autism. Right? And when my brother, he has a worker who goes with him. Right? He'll actually like bring. You know, he goes up to the person's house, and and the the people, the old people, they love seeing him. Like brings a smile to his face, brings a smile to their face, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And that's why I want to give back to to give more of that stuff. So that way you can have more of those things like that in place for people like that. You know what I mean? Because they can give back to the community too. You know what I mean? You just have to find where they, what fits them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think everybody's got to have a purpose in life. You know, you can't, you've got to wake up and you've got to have purpose, something that you know you're going to do that that's for you. This is what I am doing. And so for your brother, it's delivering those meals. And I do think for elderly people, they love seeing people because a lot of elderly people, their families have moved away or, you know, unfortunately some of them have lost friends because this is what happens. We all know when you get older, like, right. Like it's part of life, you know, so the, the fact that they're still here and that they have people who care about them and come in to check on them yep. is a wonderful thing. We're all going to be in that phase, God willing, one day, right? And I'll tell you, you will. we know you're going to value that more than anything, more than money, more than anything is human companionship, just interacting with people. Exactly. And, you know, my parents, when they were alive, they were in a retirement home and you could see how people lit up, even them when we'd come and see them. And, you know, so you really realize just how important that is for elderly. So that's a great thing what your brother's doing. So I'm, I'm glad that you're supporting oh, that. Oh, 100%. And that's why I want to try and give back, right? For sure. And, and that way you can open up more bases like that, right? For sure. Definitely, definitely. So uh, Pete, please share the types of jobs, you know, because there are a lot of different jobs in carpentry that people are not aware of. Can you share what type of jobs people can do? Like just a few jobs? Yeah, so in carpentry, what I actually do now is I actually, I'm a scaffolder, right? I'm a carpenter by trade, and scaffolding is a part of carpentry, right? So I do scaffolding. So what I do is I, like, I work on bridges, right? I work on buildings everywhere. Like, and what I do is I set up scaffold for other trades so they can do their work. So, for example, on the bridges, I build the scaffolding, right? And, like, I shouldn't say I, like we, <laughs> as a team, we build the scaffolding, right? And... That way, the sandblasters and the painters, they can go in there, they can, you know, sandblast the bridge, paint the bridge, and they're safe, right? That's the whole thing for us. We make other people safe. Same for electricians, even iron workers, man, like everybody. Like, I've built scaffold for so many different trades. But the other thing, too, is there's hardwood floors in carpentry, right? So you can do hardwood floors in gymnasiums, houses, you know, all over, right? Uh, you know, even hotels. And then you got to look, there's cabinetry, like, you know, like you can actually build cabinets for everybody, you know, if you, you know, kitchens. It's such a, carpentry is such a broad, so broad. It's like, you got so much you can do in carpentry. It's not funny, right? Like form work, framing houses, finishing houses, like right down to the windows, you know what I mean? Like right down to your trim to make the house look good, right? And all that comes into carpentry. That's why, I, me, I, I love being a carpenter because I, I started from the bottom. Like I said, I started from like trim work and then I started building houses and then I went to hardwood floors and then I jumped into form work for a while. And then I actually did, there's a access flooring. Like people don't even know what access flooring is. So access flooring is like, if, so what it is, is if you go into a bank 
or a lot of these build commercial buildings they'll have access flooring the reason they call it access flooring because it's raised flooring so it's a floor that's actually on a pedestal so your floor is up here and your actual floor is down here so what they'll do is run all your conduits or or plumbing or anything underneath that floor so the reason they call it access because it's all panels but you can't tell when you when it's all done it looks like like a floor but you can literally take oh well something's wrong you could take a panel out access the plumbing or access whatever right computers stuff like that so i've done that too right there's so much out there you know what i mean doors and hardware right so that's why i like carpentry right? i love carpentry because it's just so much to do and it seems like you're the foundation of the trades because <laughs> the other trades are dependent on the work the carpenters that's do a, am i correct well, that's, there? yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah pretty yeah i guess you could say i don't want to i don't want to be like oh yeah but yeah, you're, yeah, you're pretty much right. Because if you think about it, if I don't build a house, you can't get plumbing, right? If I don't build a house, you you ain't going to get an electrician in here, right? If I don't put up form work or whatever, you ain't going to get an iron worker out here, right? Like, so yeah, if I don't put that, you know, if I don't build that base for you, nothing else happens, right? Like, you know, and the thing with carpentry, like right down to the chair you're sitting in, man, that's a carpenter that, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, you're yeah you're you pretty much hit hit the nail on the head. You could say like we're the foundation of construction, right? It's true, right? But I I don't but I, but in saying that, other trades are very very valued. I'm not just definitely, but yes, carpentry. If you didn't have a carpenter, if I didn't did do that foundation for you, you're not getting a building, right? They know it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell me something. What kind of income can people expect to earn? And I know this is just generalizing, but for that individual who's just getting started. Okay, so what do you for just getting started, it all depends. Now if you get into residential or if you get to me like like me and get into a union, you can make anywhere I'm just it's it's a roundabout park, but you can make anywhere from sixty thousand, okay, up to like two hundred thousand a year. Easily. But at all to be honest, it depends on the person. It depends on you. Like like me. If I want to work. I can make that 200 grand, man. I can look for that over time and yeah, I'll, I'll take that extra mile. But if I really just say, ah, you know, I'm going to do jobs here and there, I can make 60 grand. You know what I mean? But, and the thing, and don't, don't fool yourself in residential. Even if like when I was in residential, I was making a lot of money too, because I started doing hardwood floors by myself. Like I can go in and do a hardwood floor in two days, and make $600. Where else can you do that? Do you know what I mean? That's good money. Right, so so you can make really great money. So I'd say anywhere from and let's not let's also make sure you people know that's hard work. Let's also emphasize that I, I've seen hardwood floors done, put down. It's not no, easy. It's oh, hard it work. Is, it is. It's, it's <laughs> hard work. It's, it's some people, ah, oh, yeah, go come come over here and try it. It's hard it work. Is, I know, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that 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 money is well earned. So I just want people to. I don't want people to think no, it's just some easy no. job. Okay, you just made six hundred dollars. You did it by yourself. No, it's, it's no you're working work, really hard. Yeah. It's hard to do it by yourself too, because it's long hours too, right? Okay, just so you know. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. You're ripping things out. You're making sure there's no surprises under those floors. You've got to. It, it's it's hard work. It's hard work. That's all I can say. I have a lot of respect because I've had work done at my home and I recall when people did the hardwood floors and I just remember being around because I was just curious as they were doing the work and you get to know the guys who are working at your place and you're talking and hanging out with them and I started seeing them work and I was like, oh God, 
was like, you're bringing somebody else? And they're like, yep, sure enough. They'd have more than one person, you know? And I had a cousin who does who does hardwood nice, floors. Nice. So I, I got a good look at, at the work he was doing and I knew it was hard. And they had, I saw the equipment, they had like knee pads and and I said, okay, I know, I know this is not easy. I played hockey, so I know when you're having gear, when you're putting on gear, it's like you're going that's to right. work. So, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I know that's going to be some hard well, that's work. It. You got to protect yourself too, right? You know what I mean? And, and make sure you, you know, you're on your knees a lot, right? You know what I mean? You got, as you yeah. work, you got to protect yourself. All. That's why I made Zepp's gear to protect your, like now, now I'm a scaffolder. So I want to make it easier for myself. So I made that. So now I can climb around easier, right? You want to protect yourself as you're working because you're working hard every day, man. Like, but don't get me wrong, man. It's gratifying work, man. Because when I'm done something and you step back, you go, wow, you know, like, look at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and when the customer comes in, goes, I love it. That just puts the excitement in. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? People love when you fix up people's homes. And you do a good job, which I'm sure you do all the time. People appreciate that, you know, because not everybody does a good job. And when people see good work, they can appreciate it. Yeah. You know it. Oh, yeah. We don't always know how it's done, but we know good work when we see it. <laughs> so tell me something. What training would you recommend for someone who wants to master their craft and maybe increase their earning potential? Because you've done this for years. I do believe people should always want to learn. And I think... What, what would people do in order to become better carpenters? To become a better carpenter? So I, I would suggest, like me personally, like you said, I, I've been in the trade for 20 years. I've been in the trade, to be honest, for over 30 years, okay? Oops. <laughs> so I've been around a long time. But I, I'm going to be honest, uh, to, to make yourself better, right? And there's a big misconception out there, right? I always tell my apprentices or whatever, watch the guy in front of you right? So if you want to be better at what you do and you see, and, and I'm not saying go f look at the foreman or look at the, look at a guy who's like, who's proud of his work and does his work and follow that guy and watch him because you're going to learn more by watching him do and ask questions. Don't be scared to ask a question. Why, why did you do that? Why? Like just for instance, like for hardwood flooring, it's called the step method, right? Like a stair method, right? Why? Why are you doing the stair method? Get them to explain it to you so that way you get that knowledge of why they're doing it. It makes it easier. Or if I'm building scaffold and I, you know, I'm putting a wedge in here and, I, and I'm a clamping over here, ask, why, why are you putting that clamp over there? Why? So that way you have that knowledge. And then when you go to do it, well, you know, and you're now you're automatically, you just made yourself better without even knowing, you know what I mean? That's my advice I would give to any apprentice, anybody who's in any trade, to be an electrician, whatever, right? Any trade, watch the person who's in front of you. And if they're a good worker, keep an eye on them and watch how they work because they'll make you a better worker, guaranteed. Right? Excellent. I also might add that you can also record what they're you doing can. because everybody's, no, everybody's got a phone. phone. <laughs> I might take a Everybody's got a phone. So I, I, I would say maybe take a yeah. picture or shoot yeah, a video yeah, of it. For sure, yeah. I mean, that's, you're not always, you might not always remember everything they did, but if you have a picture of it or a video of it, you can now, okay, all right, here's what they did. You also now will know what the standard is because I do believe you can look at somebody's work and look at another person's work and you could tell, oh, okay, that looks good. I'm sure you know, you know good work when you see it. Yeah. You, well, you, I'm sure you could walk into yeah. any building or any, any work site and you can look at it and say, okay, yeah, this is good or this is all right, or this is subpar. 
Yeah, my you my know, wife hates when we go to places. <laughs> we go in a hotel or something, to. and I'm here. I'm like, look, I'm like, wow, check that out. Huh? She's like, we're here on vacation, or we're here, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking at the crown molding, and I'm just, you know, because I'm admiring. Work, right? She's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Man? You're off work. What are you looking for? Like, but like you said, it's just it's something that. Yes, it just it's like I bet you like yeah you know same with any trade they'll, they'll look at like you know when you go somewhere and it's your trade or you know what I love is I drive by I helped build that you know what I mean it just gives you that feeling right I was there on that project right I've heard a lot of people say that that seems real <laughs> significant you're not the only one I've heard a lot of people say that I interviewed Jamie McMillan of Kick Ass Careers I'm not sure yep. if you're familiar, yeah, I'm with, familiar her. with her yeah. and yeah. she. Yeah, and she said that. She said, her, I think her dad had, had also said that. She said she'd look at work that she did. She said, I built that building. I worked on that. And she said she got it from her dad because her dad used to say that too. And so it's just, there's a pride because when you're gone, when you're long gone, that work will exactly. still be there. That building will oh, still yeah. be there. There's, there's, you know, you can't, there's something of proof of your work that just, Exactly. Remains. Oh yeah. Like I did a lot of hoses in St. Catharines with this, with that guy <laughs> that my mom put me with after that building. Cause he just kept, Oh, you're pretty good. And then he just kept me on. Right. Oh, yeah. And I did like, yeah, like all by Martindale and everything. Like a lot of those hoses, I put in a lot of like a lot, a lot of work. So it's like, but it's pretty cool. Right. And people are living there and they're, they're enjoying their homes. You know what I mean? That's what I like. I, I, you know, I like giving back that way. Like, yeah, I make money, but if I can build you a home and you go in there and you're like, wow, I love this place. Makes me feel good, man. You know what I mean? Like it's, at least I did something good for somebody. Right. And, and I built it properly. That's the thing. That's why for me, the trades are the key, man, because you learn the right way. You're doing everything the proper way and you're making it safe for everybody at the end of the day and making it functional and look beautiful. That's, that's the key. Yeah. I like to emphasize so much the importance of doing it the right oh, way yeah. because what I've learned, you know, I had an older home and we had repairs and I'd always follow the guys just, you know, hey, tell me what you're doing. Tell me how that's because I was curious. I'm like, what can I learn that I can do on my own? Look, I'm going to pay you to do the job, but anything I can learn. And they'd always, they, they were, you know, everybody was open to that. Nobody ever told me, no, go away. Uh, but they were, most people were very passionate and they would teach me and they'd show me, okay, look, this workmanship is shoddy. Here's why I got to replace it. Also, I want to know why things have to be replaced. Why is it costing me this? Because you see how they did the wiring? You see how they did this? I was like, yeah. They're like, that's crap. I was like, yeah, I know. And I, even, even before they told me, I could look at it. They're like, what do you think? I was like, yeah, it looks crap. Like you could see stuff was all, you know, but I started learning because, you know, as a new homeowner, I said, if I can learn some of this stuff, I'm going to save some money. I'll start figuring it out. And some of the guys are real cool. They're like, look, do as much as you can. And whatever you can't do, call me back, you know, in the future. Like they'll do it and they'll show me and they're like, look, if you're comfortable doing it, look, it's not that, you know, it's sometimes if it was really hard, they'd say, hey, you, you really need to hire somebody for this or, hey, you might be able to do this on your own if you're somewhat handy. And that's why I'd always watch because I was like, I was trying to save every dime I could, you know, like I was like, if I could do it, if I could do it. And, and like I said, most people are really cool about it. And but you're right. People you don't always get people who do a good job. And when they did do a good job, I'd call them back all the time. I'd recommend them because not everybody did a great job. And sometimes, like I said, they came behind and fixed things that were broken before I had that's moved good. into the that's, home. 
yeah. that you don't know about until you start digging yeah. and you have a problem. Well, that's the contractors you, know, so, you want, right? The, uh, they're, they're the good people because they're, they're there to help you and they're not there to, you know, I mean, they want to make it right for you, right? And it's good. And that's exactly like I was saying, you're, you're going around following and, you know, watching them, right? So you're learning, right? That's exactly like I was saying before, you're learning, you're watching what they do and asking the questions, why are you doing it? That's the way you want to learn, man. That's what yeah. I always say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so can you share, you know, maybe three websites or groups or associations that somebody interested in becoming a carpenter can check out to learn more about the profession? Well, for, for me, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a big computer guy, but for, if you want to get into it, if you want to like get into type in skilled trades, Ontario. Okay. And with skilled trades, Ontario, like the okay. trades will come up and everything. And then you can, you know, you can research through that, see what kind of trades are out there. Cause there's lots of different trades. Like there's line workers. There's, there's so much out there, man. Carpenters, obviously. <laughs> if you're, definitely, yeah, if definitely. you're like me and uh, like I'm a union guy, you can even type in my local, local18.ca. There's information there. Even go to your, your colleges, like Mohawk College. That's where I went to school. You can go to Mohawk College, type in Mohawk College. You can see all the trades that they have to offer there, like carpentry, electrician, uh, plumbers, uh, millwrights, uh, tons. And then there's uh, Skilled Trades College of Apprenticeships. Type that in too. If you type that in, you'll, same thing. You'll get a bunch of different trades, and it'll, it'll give you that outlet to get into trades and stuff like that. Excellent. No, that's good. That's good. And you know what we'll do? We'll definitely put that information in the notes okay. of the podcast so that when people watch the episode, they can they can look at the notes. So, you know, you've been in this profession 20 plus years, yeah. 30 years. What's next for you? What's well, your next career? To be honest, my next career move is like, it's the Zeps gear here, right? Uh, what I I'm, see what that. I'm trying to do I is, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not leaving the trades here. Like, <laughs> I work with my hands, man, right? But to be honest, my next career move is just, I'm going to stay with the union, to be honest, right? Because I love doing what I do, right? And But I do want to try and really push, like, I want to be the Under Armour for construction, right? So I, I want to make clothing, I want to make it more comfortable for guys like me, right, to be out there. So every, all the gear I, I make is I get guys to test it on sites. I, I go to companies like third companies and get it tested because I, I want to make sure it's done right. I'm not just a clothing guy sitting in the just sewing stuff, you know what I mean? I'm the guy who wears it, man, <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? And that's the thing. So that's what, that's, I think in my next, I'm going to sort of bump that up and I'm going to stay in the trade, still be working every day. But on the sideline, I do want to keep the Zeps gear going and, and, and push that to the next level to where now you can go buy stuff that's more comfortable. So when you're out there, you're sweating to death, you have like an Under Armour type shirt that's actually high vis. You know, it's going to protect you, right? Stuff like that, you know, or the jacket in the winter time. So that way you don't have to worry about, you know, if you slip or something, the harness is going to do the job, you know, stuff like that. So safety, yeah. So I'm going to be like, you could say, I guess, a servant of the trades. You could say, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there help you go. the trades there you out, go. right? Yeah, but it's a solution. You know, it's a solution. The work you're doing there is a solution for the trades. So, well, that's what I'm trying to do. Make the solutions, right? You know, even for the rescue guys, everybody out there, right? Because I, I know I, deal with a lot of people so <laughs> being in my trade right like uh guys who i deal with guys like spartan rescue that's one like they do a lot of high angle rescues and stuff like when we do like uh just for instance this winter i did the canal down here right so we do the locks the doors 
Well, Spartan, they're the ones on site, so we have to go in there. We built the scaffold, but they're the ones there. If something happens, they're the ones who rescue you, right? You know what I mean? So, like, I want to help them. Like, I talk to them every all the time about, like, well, like, what can I do to help you guys have your gear better or whatever, right? You know, electricians, iron workers, everybody, right? So, I, I work with different people. So, that's, to me, I think that would make me better to help make them better, right? But yeah, and what's good is you're talking to people, so you already you know what they want. They're telling you, "Hey, this yeah. is what works." You're testing it live, so there's no better way to create the right gear than if you're talking well, to people. Well, that's it, right? That's that's the smartest thing you can do. That makes well, perfect sense. That's what sense. I'm trying to do because I'm out in the field with you, right? I'm not one of the, like I said. I'm not just sitting in a, in a in a big building just going, "I'll make you this. Don't worry about it. Just put yeah. it on." <laughs> you know, what I mean? it'll work. It's okay. No, I'm out there with you, man. Okay, I'm gonna be right beside you when you're trying it. You know, okay, we don't, let's fix that right now. You know what I mean? So that's the way I want to work, right? So eventually, I'm gonna push that to the next level, right? So and I like I said, I'm revamping website right now and stuff and then i'm gonna like start donating to autism mental health and and that's where i'm looking my future is going but i am staying with the union staying with the carpenter local 18 man all the way right you know what i mean like because that's who i am i love going to help people and i love building stuff like just for instance there's a guy that actually lives right next door to my mom and he's an older lebanese man and a couple years ago we, i just went there and this I, I talked to him and i heard he fell through his deck like literally fell through it. And the poor guy was stuck there. There was nobody around. So his legs stuck. He was there a, a whole day, he finally got himself out. So I was like, are you kidding me, man? I'll be right over, man. Like, so I was just like, come over. Yeah, I, I, caught my, I, I got my kid. You're coming, boy. <laughs> you know? And I got, a, I got a buddy of mine. And yeah, we fixed him up. Keep the tradition so going. Right. I, so I said, you know, we got to fix this guy up, right? So that's, I just want to get back. You know, I felt bad for the guy. That's not cool, man. So we fixed up his deck and he's all happy now. And, you know, that's, that's the way I look at it, right? And I don't care if, you know, I do everything under the radar. I'm not out there trying to, hey, look at me. I don't give a shit, man. I just want to help you. That's it, right? Because he's like, oh, I'm, I don't care, man. Don't worry about it. Do you like it? That's what I want to hear. See you later, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? But, but that's the thing. And nice. Nice. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I wish we had more people like you who uh, thought that way in this world. We'd have such a so much better world, you know, because it's not every day you see people who are willing to give but, back and, you know, with no ulterior motive, you know, so. You don't need an ulterior motive, man. It, it, I look at it, you help somebody, yeah. it's good in the heart, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, I but, agree, 100%. You know, just saying that, I, I, like, I'm not trying to, oof, but I'm just saying, like, it's, you know, it's a good thing to, that's why I like the trades, man. If you're a tradesperson, you know how many people you can help out there? For real, you know what I mean? Like, even if your next-door neighbor needs something, you know what I mean? You don't have to, you can just, yeah, I'll come over. What, oh, your switch is broken if you're an electrician? Yeah, fix the guy's switch. So what? You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of times, like you said, sometimes it's not something that, that, that doesn't take a ton of your time. It's not that hard, but it makes such a big difference in their life. And to see the smile and their their gratitude, I'm sure most people oh, are for grateful sure. right. for that. I think it's it's a good feeling. You know, uh, it, it's service. You know, like we are we're put on this earth to serve. You know, and give back to others because all of us at some point has had somebody help us or do something exactly. kind for us. I've had a lot of and people help me. It's just an opportunity <laughs> to pay it forward, right? So, yes, same here. Um, same here. Hey, remember <laughs> this, man. The trades build the world. I'm telling you right now. If it wasn't for trades, you wouldn't you would not have any of this around you. you wouldn't have buildings you wouldn't have offices you wouldn't have oh, any schools you wouldn't have none of it 
we're the ones that build it for you, man. Remember yep. that, right? So all those trade people out there. I know, I know. And you look at, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you another thing too. When it's hot in the summer and your air conditioning breaks down or when it's cold in the winter. You yeah, want that HVAC guy coming. So that's not <laughs> You want that HVAC guy to run away. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> or let your plumbing go down, you know? That's like your right. plumbing goes. Right. Come you on. Know what I mean? <laughs> the hot water yeah. heater goes out. You need somebody to come over. <laughs> And people don't, people don't, people take that for granted. People don't realize, I mean, I've, I've been a homeowner for a couple of years and I've had things break down. So, and plus I work in, I don't work directly doing the trades. I promote the trades and, and I connect trade people. So I understand the value of it, but I think people only understand the value of it when they're affected by it. And at some point, everybody's affected by it. At some point, your air conditioning breaks or your HVAC, something goes wrong at some point in your home. And then that's when you realize when you're sitting there waiting and you know you can't fix it, you're like, oh yeah, these folks are pretty important. But it, you have to go through it sometimes. <laughs> you know? Final question. Please share one lesson you have learned in your career that has made a big one impact in your I've life. One lesson I've learned in my career that's made a big impact in my life. Well, my lesson, <laughs> to be honest, the lesson I've learned is, <laughs> it's a bad lesson, but it's, it's when I fell. I actually, uh, to be honest, like when I had that, that really, it changed my life. I used to be a guy, like I still was the same guy, but I was always like, ah, whatever, right? And I just, let's go do this, right? That really, uh, the way it changed me is I became more aware of what was going on around me in the trades. And I became more safety conscious, Right where it's not just let's get in that hole or let's just go do that. Now it's like, hold on, let's do that safely, right? We can still get it done in a good fashion, but let's do it the right way. You know what I mean? That's to make sure we're 100% tied off or, or let's make sure we got the right gear to do that now, right? My bosses kind of hate it because I'm always like, well, I think we need this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we, and they're like, oh, well, no, no, no. But no, we're going to do that. I'm going to make sure this guy's going to have that or whatever, right? You know, just to make, you want to make safe. So I think that's one big impact on me that really affected me is I'm more safety conscious now. And my wife always says, I used to be like, I did this and I did that. Now she's like, listen, man, people help you, right? I'm like, yeah. So it's everything's a team effort, right? And that's the way the trades are. All the trades are like this. They're locked together, right? Without, you need you need an electrician. Without electric, you need a carpenter. You need a plumber. You need an HVAC guy. Like we all work together, right? So that I think that really changed my tune and made me realize as a whole. Like I said, I started looking around me more and saying, okay, you know what? So like, because I'm a foreman on site, and now I used to be just get my job done. I don't care, but now I'm more. Okay, I talked to the other trades. I got like I did the bridge. I talked to the iron workers and okay, well, where are you at? Okay, and then let's coordinate so that way you're doing your job. I could be over here. I could still be doing my job, and then you know everything works better. So I just I think that's really what helped me open up. You can say and open my eyes. <laughs> All right, right. Definitely. That's that's what I think, definitely right? definitely definitely. Well, Pete, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being a guest. Thank you so much. Much success to you. My pleasure. Thank you. Welcome. And Keith, you're the best. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And let's definitely stay in touch. For sure. For sure. You take care. And hey, you too. You know, if you have any questions, just call me. <laughs> right? For anything, man. Will you do, know what Pete. I mean? Will do. Definitely.
We'll definitely have to coordinate again and do some work again. Maybe do a day in sure, the life. Sure, yeah. See where it goes, right? See where see where I'm at. See where you're at. You know what I mean? In the future, right? See where everything takes us, right? I'm still yeah. going to be a carpenter, though. I'll still be hanging definitely. somewhere. <laughs> I know that. Definitely. <laughs> well, take care, Pete. You have a good night. All right. You have a great night. You too. Zepp's gear out for you. And uh, Pete Zepatella, I'm out. Take care. Thank you so much, Keith, for the interview. You have a great one. You too, Pete. Bye. Thank you for listening to Skill Stadium. It would mean so much if you left a review on iTunes and told your family and friends about the podcast.